Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. I just got back from a Christmas tree lighting ceremony in our little suburb of Birmingham, and we've lived in this house 17 years, and I'd never been. So I took my grandson, Max, and his mom, Holly, our daughter, Holly, and it was just darling. They had school kids singing in their choirs, and they had a snow machine. I'm in the deep south, obviously, so we don't see much snow down here. Thank you, God, because I don't like, I don't do snow. I like to look at it, but I don't want to live in it. And, uh, and of course, being the deep south, Santa came riding in on a fire truck with its lights blaring, and... They, it, it was just darling. They had a big tent set up with cookies and hot chocolate for everybody, and it was really delightful. So what a great way to start off the holiday season with this tree lighting. Rockefeller Center was last night. We had it in Alabama tonight. So anyways, we have several callers that have joined us already, and uh, so I think we'll get to the first one, and I believe it's Mike. Hi, Mike. Are you with us? Yes, ma'am. How are you doing, Julie? I'm well. How are you, sir? I'm great now. Terrific. <laughs> we came to talk with you. Oh, <laughs> well, tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Roanoke, Alabama. Okay, and um, tell everybody where that's near. That's near uh, Montgomery. It's by, uh, did you know where Anderson, Alabama is? It's yeah. by like 30 minutes away from where Anderson is. That's where I'm from. And I used to stay in Birmingham, um... Uh, Oh, yeah, you want to go? I used to stay in Birmingham about 15, 20 years ago. I was staying up there, and I loved it. Oh, terrific. Well, <laughs> does Santa ride in on a fire truck in, in you know, in, in where you are, down near Montgomery, between uh-huh. Montgomery and Aniston? <laughs> Is that hilarious? <laughs> I haven't seen it any place before. It, you know, there are days snow. And on Christmas Eve, Santa rides on a fire truck through the neighborhood and throws candy out of the fire truck to the kids on Christmas Eve because we don't have any <laughs> snow. So I love the different traditions, you know, in different parts of the country. <laughs> the deep south, we got Santa on the fire truck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we they were have Santa on the fire truck that week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Mike, you called in um, a couple of weeks ago. And I think you were my last caller, and we only had a couple of minutes. So thank you so much for calling back in. Can you remind everybody what we talked about and and what we came up with? Yes, we were talking about um, I asked for a body scan. Yeah, for my body, and, uh, right? And he told my lungs was black, and yeah. like smoky like. I asked you if and, you were a smoker, um, right? <laughs> yes, you got busted, and, and buddy. You got busted me. big time. 
And uh, he was talking about, well, uh, I'll ask him about my high blood pressure. Yeah. He was talking about what kind of cell we find food. And I said, you know, it was Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I also forgot to tell you, it was my birthday. So oh. I was, <laughs> my birthday was uh, Monday. Oh, and happy Tuesday. birthday. It was just, thank you. It was Tuesday. So now I'm officially ready to get started on that uh, refried food, <laughs> you know, uh, get his blood pressure down. Well, the other thing, and I'll get you on my radar here in a second, Mike, but the other thing that I didn't have time to tell you about, do you have a pen handy? Can you write this down? Okay. There's a company called Zona, Z as in zebra, O-N as in Nancy A, Zona, and it's Zona.com, and they have a device called the Zona Plus. And what it is, is you squeeze it with your hands. You remember those old hand grip things they used to have where you could strengthen your hands? You know, like instead of weights, you'd use that thing. They've got a thing, and it's, of course, it's some kind of a machine. It's mechanized. But it's, you squeeze it, I think, for like a minute or two or something. Anyways, it has way better results with that machine than for lowering blood pressure than people on blood pressure medication ever see. It's pretty amazing. And the technology was formulated with cosmonauts. When they'd send them into outer space, apparently it did something to their blood pressure. And so I'm so glad you called back in because I wanted to tell you about the Zona Plus. If you go to Zona, Z-O-N-A dot com and check that out. And if I remember correctly, when I was reading about that device, and I'm an inventor of surgical devices for orthopedics that are sold throughout the world, Mike. So, you know, this is right Mm -hmm. up my alley to read about these, these medical devices. But he... Uh, the guy who invented it, and I, I want to say like the Harvard Medical Letter or something, um, has done some research on it, and they're having just really tremendous results from that device, even way more so than going on blood pressure lowering medication. So, wow. Wow. you know, check that out because if you can stay up the yes, I'll do that. Yeah. And I believe, yeah. Mike, they have a deal, and don't quote me on this, but I think they have a deal where you can either buy the device or perhaps they have a leasing program, too. I, it's several hundred dollars, I think, to buy it, but, okay. you know, you're going to spend that in pharmaceuticals. In if, blood pressure yeah, blood yeah, pressure. Yeah, I know. Right. My grandmother's, my mother's stuff, and I want to say, yeah, I already know this. Yeah. I want to spend a couple of hundred dollars on something new, but you don't have to take more pills like that. Right, right. So, you know, what the heck, if you can stay off the medication and this thing even has a better efficiency um, rate with with patients in research studies, then I think it's worth trying out. All right, let me get you on, on my radar real fast. Did you have another question for me this evening? Yeah, yeah one more. Just for, uh, yeah, my, well, my spirit, I went the direction I spoke to I'm still trying to. I'm a little old, but I'm still trying to find what direction of work that I'm supposed to be doing. What do right? you do now? I love, what I do now, I'm physically this thing. I don't do this, you know, do too much. But what I love doing is spiritual work. Like, which, you know, that's why I love your call. Aww. And I love those stuff like that, and I go to church and stuff. But I like more of the, like, the law of attraction and 
stuff like that. And why did those other listen to Judah Johnson rather than do the Lord track him all that? So I love all that. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to know what my spirit guy said. Is that the right direction or not the right direction? Well, even before we tune into them, I what I've always um heard and learned from my own life because I'm an entrepreneur I've started nine companies from scratch in a bunch of different industries is whatever interests you Mike and 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 it makes time fly when you're involved with it that's a that's a really big clue you know if you if you are really interested in this spiritual stuff and the law of attraction stuff then that's information for you and We'll ask some specifics with your spirit guides. I'll get I'll get in touch with them in a second. But you know, you you just look into it, talk to other people about it, and then it leads you kind of in a direction that you can't even envision. You know, we in our human capacity don't have the capability to envision how our lives are going to unfold. We think we do. You know that old saying: "Make plans and watch God laugh." <laughs> That's that, yeah. It, how true is that? You know, you make. I just talked to my girlfriend Deborah, and she was supposed to be in Disney World with her grandkids and her kids, and she's sick. She couldn't go. And we, I said, yeah, well, make plans and watch God laugh. It's just, it's just a, a form of life or a way of life. So, okay, gotcha on my radar. And for first-time listeners, what that means is, I raise my vibration to the level of spirit which is a very fast vibration, and then I'm able to connect with people anywhere in the world. It's similar to the um, Aborigine folks in Australia, how they can communicate telepathically across thousands of miles and have been able to do that for thousands of years. Um, I can communicate with people who are alive, who are deceased. I can talk to spirits. I can... can, um, hook into somebody like Mike that's what we did last time when we spoke and I'll shoot energy from their feet up through the top of their head and it's like I have a big screen TV in my head and I can see broken bones torn ligaments viral infections bacterial infections whatever and in Mike's case I was teasing him earlier that he got busted because when I got him on my radar last time we spoke a couple weeks ago I said Mike hey Mike are you a smoker (laughs) he said yeah (laughs) Right? (laughs) Because because your lungs, I could tell your lungs look like a smoker's lungs. And there was all kinds of smoke in your energy field. And your lungs have kind of this black sooty stuff in it. And your lungs kind of look like the lungs of a chimney sweep. (laughs) But it's the tar and stuff from the cigarettes that are in your lungs. So... um, Okay, so you want me to connect to... Okay, you've got a spirit guy standing next to you. His name is Andrew. He's the first one that showed up. Uh, Andrew. All right, Andrew. Mike, let's ask a question. What, what kind of question do you want to ask Andrew? And I'll, I'll, I'll get information for you from him. Uh, what kind of question I want to ask Andrew is uh, his spirit guy works for me. Always, you know, uh, start an entrepreneur business, but I want to do spiritual entrepreneur, like uh, spiritual business. So, it asks for me. Well, let's refine it down. Let's be more specific. Something like, do you want to 
counsel people? Do you want to teach people? Okay. Do you want to? Okay. 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 Do, you, do, I, do I want to teach people? Okay. So, uh, well, is, how about, let's ask it, is it in Mike's best interest to teach people about right. okay. what, the law of attraction okay. or spiritual? I'm getting, Mike, I got a yes before the question was even out, was even asked. <laughs> so wow. let's, again, let's get a little more specific. Um, do you want to do it online? Do you want to do it in your area? Of, of where you live, do you want to, what are you thinking along those lines? Uh, I want to do it more like online, so I'll be able to Online, okay. I like, yeah, I like doing it online. So how about if we ask something like, is it in Mike's best interest to start an online forum with people who are interested in Spirituality, I'm getting a yes on that. So a forum would be kind of like a blog, and then people would answer you, and you could have a conversation. That would be a place to start. Any, All right. Do you have another question that you'd like to ask? Yes. I like to ask Andrew is, um, is uh, Jack and tonight. Uh, when I want to ask Andrew, is it time for me to have a love, uh, experience of a beautiful love with a beautiful woman? <laughs> he said if you if you want to. <laughs> I think it's if up I to you. To, I don't know. It's up to you. Okay. Yeah. Because I had some kind of difficult relationships and I've been like more hesitant to start back so, um, yeah. I'm ready to start you know what, Mike? Those difficult relationships—they are just practice. <laughs> They're just practice. You <laughs> well, just you, you're just figuring out what you don't want. So it's just practice, mm-hmm. onward and upward. Um, interestingly enough, though, Andrew told me that he was a builder when he in his last life when he was alive. So I think that's interesting because you're thinking about building an online business. So this guy was a builder. Um, Wow. Which is interesting. Yeah. And we have different spirit guides that come in and out of our lives. We, our guardian angels are always with us throughout our lifetime and through all of our lives. But but spirit guides come in and out of our lives based on what is going on at that particular time in our lives. So um, Andrew's, he's telling me he's been with you for a couple of years. So he's a pretty new spirit guide for you. But he's here to help you build something. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. And uh, uh, roll tide, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I was at the game. I was at the game last weekend. You you, you did great. And Uh, I'm going to Auburn tomorrow because my local high school team yeah Alabama won last week and so did my Ohio State Buckeyes so I was a happy girl so all right thanks Ooh. Mike Merry Christmas happy holidays take care bye-bye okay let's go to our next caller and that I believe is Miss Kathy hi Kathy are you with us 
Yes, I am, Julie. Hi there. Hi. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, all that jazz. I guess it's December 1st, so we can start saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Tell everybody where you're calling from, Kathy. I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm from Dayton, Ohio, but right now I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio for a few months. Oh, great. Okay. Well, you heard me just talk about the Buckeyes. I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University. Are you? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. I grew up down the road, though. I grew up in Lancaster, which is very near Columbus. Yeah. So. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. Well, good. Well, that's okay. Even if you didn't go there, you can, you can cheer for them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yes, oh, well, yes, I grew up in a Buckeye household, that's for sure. Well, there you go. It's kind of like down here in Alabama, too. It's been fun. We, Our family is very much of a big college football family, and my two favorite teams, Alabama and Ohio State, have been one and two for a lot of this season, so it's been fun this year having yeah. them do so well. So anyways, well, what's happening in Cincinnati? How may I help you? Um, well, I, of course, have many things I could talk about, but the reason from the what led me to call in tonight is um, I had a very, very special... Um, but in, well, an intense experience on Monday yeah. with um, uh, actually someone that you know. Her name's Mary. Um, she and her family are here. She, Mary's in Dayton. Well, covering Dayton. And um, her family, her brother just passed recently. Marty, does that ring a bell? Yeah, for you? sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she, Mary, Mary was out of town for a week on vacation in Florida enjoying herself. But she knew before she left, um, she has a kitty that was not doing so well, 19 years old. And I've known that kitty since she was a kitten. Aww. So Mary and I, Mary and I have been friends for a very long time. So Aww. Mary, uh, I, I was going to stop and, and see her. And I saw her on Monday, and we had a lovely day. It was sunny out, and she's deaf and blind, and, you know. Aww. But she got out in the sunshine, and she walked with me, and she purred, and she let me love on her. And, and, then, I, and then I was back up in Dayton on Friday, so I saw her on Monday. She was okay saw on Friday, as soon as I got there, I knew things weren't good, uh-huh. and I called Mary right away, and I told her she can't walk, um, she's not, she's thrown up all over the place, you know, oh. I mean, you can kind of know from there where things are going, Yeah. so um, Mary, you know, Mary and I have been very good friends for a long time, and she said, I think it's, I don't want her to wait till I get back, will you take her to the vet, and I'll call the vet, and we'll let her go. Um, and I said, absolutely, I'm I'm honored to do that. I am really pretty good in these situations. Um, it's something that I just almost have a little bit of an odd calling for, it feels like. Um, so anyway, I um, I spent the afternoon loving on her and talking to her and getting her warm and comfortable and relaxed because she was very stressed when I found her that morning. Um, took her to the vet, and, and, and I... You know, Mary came home um, from a trip, and we t- we kind of processed it together. But I told her, I said, you know, I'm still still not quite finished. And then we were, you know, we were talking about you, and she said, I said, you know, I kind of feel like calling in just just to talk about about Sammy for a minute. And if I have any time for myself, that doesn't really matter to me. Mainly, I'm just processing Sammy's passing. So bless her little heart. She is the cute, most beautiful tricolor cat. Yeah, mostly white with with brown and black. So and and like I said, I've known her for I know that cat for nineteen years. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Mary's family and my family grew up in this same neighborhood in Columbus, Ohio, and our mothers went to a girls' school together, high school, and our dads went to boys' high school together, and so wow. her family. 
um, you know, they had seven kids and we had four and, you know, there was like a kid in my family that correlated with a lot of the kids in her family. She was a year behind me in school, but, oh yeah, you know, and not only her family, I mean, her aunts and uncles and cousins, we called aunt and uncle. And so the families are connected in a bunch of different ways. So I'm so sorry about her cat. She had asked me about her cat when she called in another recently, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I I can't remember off the top of my head what all I told her. Um, So just that she, yeah, just that she, that, that the cat would let her know when it was time. But I think, I think the cat spirit was out of its body then when she called in a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And have have you had a chance, Kathy, to be on my website yet, the AskJulieRyan.com? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I I might have. I think I... I think I went to the website, but I don't think I've had a chance to really explore it yet. Okay. Well, one of the tabs, it's the last tab, is called the 12 Phases of Transition. And it's what I see happen when somebody's dying. And you may have heard somebody who's had a near-death experience talk about going through a tunnel as they're dying. And what happens is the spirit exits the body through the top of the head, and then it hangs on to the top of the head, and it looks like a bubble in a cartoon caption, you know, like where the words are in the cartoon. Yeah. And and then loved ones, deceased loved ones, their spirits show up, and they're surrounded by angels, and it's, you know, it's really a glorious scene. But I see the same thing with pets, and that's how I knew that. Mary's cat, Sammy, right? That's the cat's name? Yeah. That Sammy yeah. was dying because her little spirit was out of her body and it was attached onto the top of her head. And I told Mary, yeah. and I believe, it's starting to come back to me a little bit now, I believe Sammy said she wasn't ready for Mary to put her down, but she would be in a couple of weeks. And yeah. she would let her know, I think. Sammy told me that she would let her know because she wouldn't be able to keep food down, which is what it sounds like you found on Monday. I don't know. I'd have to go back well, and yeah. listen to the tape. Yeah, but. That's, that's exactly. I, I thought of that because Mary had told me um, before she left town about the, about what you had said. Yeah. So when I got there and she had, because uh, every day, you know, before she had been eating and pretty much keeping it down. Right. Um, but this day she was laying right next to her. She had eaten a lot and just vomited it all back up. No. So, that's her little heart. Yeah. Well, how can I help you process this? Um, you know, just, I guess, sort of the obvious thing is just, um, um, gosh, getting emotional. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. Let me tell you something while you're, while you're thinking about what you want to talk about next, but I, our pets' spirits are with us all the time for the rest of our lives. And they're, they're yeah. just, they go into non-physical form like humans do. And it's so remarkable. And, and when you go on my site and you look at that 12 phases of transition, you'll see that in one of the middle phases, the pets' spirits start to come in. And every pet a person has ever had in their lifetime, their little spirits are in the room when that person is dying. And it's it's just hilarious, Kathy, because when I'm scanning somebody who's dying and I'll say, well, 
Yeah, there's like these cats and there's birds and there's dogs. And I start explaining what the dogs look like and what the cats look like. And the family's like, oh, that's, you know, that's Coco or that's Fluffy or that's whoever. And they can name the pets. And then yeah. people who grow up on farms, I can always tell because a lot of the times they have farm animals spirits in the rooms with them, like cows and chickens and lammies and stuff like that. And uh-huh. and, and invariably they're their pets and the family will tell me oh yeah well that was molly her cow my husband's great aunt my husband's aunt died and i was was dying and i was talking to her daughter and i said aunt ruby's got farm animals spirits in a room and she said well remember she grew up on a farm and so i started describing the animals and one was a black and white cow and she said well that was her pet molly the cow <laughs> it's just uh-huh. but i find that it's so comforting that their little spirits are always around. So when you talk to Mary, please let her know to expect signs from Sammy to let her know she's still around her, only in spirit and non-physical form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, when I lost my first pet um, as an adult, um, my golden retriever that my now ex-husband and I had. It was like an amazing experience. I mean, uh, we were there when, you know, I mean, we went to be with the vet when, when we, you know, put him down. And I mean, I, I practically felt him explode out of his body. He was around huh. me so strong. And yeah. the whole day, like he, he kind of like we drove his little body to the crematory and he was with us. And he was back at the condo afterward. Uh-huh. It, was, it was like Riley was everywhere. Yeah. Um, more, more than my other, because I'm on my second cat. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm so emotional is, you know, Mary's known my cat. Well, Mary was with me with second golden retriever. She was my accompaniment for um, for when, when we needed to put him down. But my cat that I have now, she's like, people tease me. She's like my partner in life. Aww. I adore her, and we are connected at a level that's more like mother and daughter. It's yeah. very intense. And she adores me. And her health isn't great. Um, almost lost her a couple times. And I have another friend who, who does energy work and can read energy. She's like, that is a miracle cat. That cat, she's been down and out. She just keeps hanging on with you. Yeah. So I think Annie's passing brought up, uh, probably without me consciously realizing it, brought up, you know, knowing that I don't have probably too terribly long years I mean, she's only 12, but she's got health issues. She's working too. She's very right long. <laughs> she's, very, she's very smart. Very smart one. Very sappy. Yeah. Um, so. Well, but just remember that their little spirits are always with you. They're always around. And I use the analogy, Kathy, of, do you remember the old hospital rooms where there'd be double beds in the room and there'd be a drape that they could pull between the beds? you know, for some privacy when the doctor came in or whatever. Fortunately, now most rooms aren't double occupancy in hospitals. But that's similar to when a pet or a loved one passes is they're still there. They're just now on the other side of the curtain and you can't see them always like you did before when they're in human form, but their spirit is still there. So yeah. it's that's that's the difference is they're still always around you and and pets obviously are are um great teachers and and guides for us you know the ancient cultures especially American Indian and the um you know the South American Indians and 
even Central American uh, cultures, they pets are a, they're a big part of those cultures in the wisdom yeah. that we can learn from them. And in the American Indian cultures, the Native American cultures, they a lot of their elders and chiefs and all that throughout the ages have been named after different animals. So um, animals are are very important in our lives. I think not just as a, from a companionship standpoint, but also from a teaching standpoint, we can learn a lot from them. So, well, anything in particular that you want me to, to help you with, with Sammy? Um, you know, I I wish I could put it into words. Um, I guess, um, I mean, I guess it's just kind of the obvious, you know, that she was, aware that I, you know, that I did okay in various ways. Oh, I th- there are no coincidences in life, girl. The fact that you were yeah. there and the fact that you took her and you were able to take her and willing to take her, that was all part of the master plan. See, that's what I told Mary. I said, yeah. I think it was supposed to work out like this. Yeah, absolutely. And I was so... So honored to be the one to do it, and I was so comfortable with it, even though it was very sad in a lot of ways to say goodbye to her physical body. Well, and the fact that 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 all transpired, because she could have been cared for by somebody who didn't feel the way that you did, number one. And number two, there's a bigger reason why Mary wasn't with her. And perhaps it's because she just lost her brother, and that would have just been way too intense for her. I think it was, yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, there's always, way, Kathy, there's always way more to the, you know, to the big picture than what we can envision in any given time. And oftentimes as as um, we go through life, things will make sense to us. But our human capacity, we don't have the capability to perceive all of the variables that go into a situation. But I promise you, it was part of the plan. It was absolutely no coincidence that you were there with her, that you were able to to help her go, that you were that you're able to do that for Mary. I mean, you know, what an act of love for Mary that you were able to do that for her, for heaven's sakes. Um, yeah, she really appreciated it. Oh, I mean, yeah. She, oh, yeah. She told, Lori, she told Lori, she said, Kathy's the one that should be, I mean, Kathy's known as Sammy since she was a kitten. Yeah. And she is good in these situations. This is the way it's supposed to be. Right. So, exactly. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. There were two pets that were checking on her for like an hour a day. And Aww. the poor cat, you know, deaf and, deaf and blind and not, you know, doing well. But she, um, she was, Per, I mean, to have a day in the sunshine and let her sleep outside yeah. in the sun and yeah. love on her. Then I came back on Friday and it was she was ready to go. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, thanks so much for calling in. Please give Mary my love and um, and oh, I, I and I, I I'm so impressed with you and and what a gift you gave to your friend and to the cat, frankly. Too. Yeah, yeah. And I and well, I think thanks. I think the cat chose you to help her with that yeah. oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely no doubt mm-hmm. in my mind yeah so well, good well thank you julia I you bet it. you bet i'll wave to you we'll be going to columbus the last i 
think we're going up the 17th or something. We go right through Cincinnati from here for my nephew's graduation from the Ohio State University. So I'll I'll wave to you as we blow through town. Okay, well, hopefully we won't have ice and snow for you. Yeah, yeah. Try try and keep that stuff out of there, will you? Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Kathy. Thanks Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, what a remarkable story. Goodness, that that poor Mary, she and her family have been through a lot here in the past month. Goodness. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them, and so will you. We do this show every Thursday night. We tape it at 7 Central, 8 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. 5 Pacific, easy for me to say. But now, as I mentioned, we tape it on Thursday nights, and it goes to editing, and they put the music at the beginning and the end, and it goes up on the network, usually on Saturdays, and you can listen to it on the Law of Attraction Network, or you can download it for on-demand play through iTunes and Stitcher and iHeart and a bunch of different outlets. So just... um, do a Ask Julie Ryan search on your smartphone or your tablet. And I'm a podcast girl in the car. I like to listen to podcasts in the car. So I find that that's a real efficient way to listen to podcasts and learn a lot. Also, if this call-in information, I don't expect you to remember it, but you can go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and all the information's on the homepage, down near the bottom of the homepage. And while you're there, sign up for my newsletter. I usually send it out uh, midweek, Wednesday or Thursday, and it's normally a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer the question, and it'll take you less than a minute to read it. But on the body, in the body of the email, it has this call-in information. So if you want to join us on a Thursday night, that would be wonderful. I'd love to chat with you. Also, while you're there, go ahead and schedule an appointment with me, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about anything that you want. We can talk about your health. I can scan you medically. We can talk to deceased loved ones. We can... Uh, scan pets, I scan houses, we get career advice, we get love life advice from your spirit guides and it's really a lot of fun and it's fun for me to have you all to myself for an hour. And then lastly, you can um, please go to Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook and also on Instagram and sign up for that. And uh, and then I, I'm not really good on Twitter, but I do post stuff on Facebook and Instagram. So And it's all under the Ask Julie Ryan name. 
Speaking of online, here's a question from Amanda in Garland, Texas. And she says, Hi, Julie. All my life I've struggled with my weight. I recently found out my insurance at the new company where I'm working will cover weight loss surgery. I really want the surgery, but I'm afraid of a negative outcome or even worse, death. When I was a child, I had a negative reaction to anesthesia. I was given too much and it swelled my brain and dilated my eyes. One eye's pupil was a black saucer and the other pupil was a tiny pinpoint. The anesthesia also gave me horrible nightmares when I was under. I even had a dream that I died while in surgery. Please let me know if it's safe for me to go under again. Thanks. And here's my answer. I said, hi, Amanda. You're wise in questioning whether or not this elective surgery is something worth doing. Since I'm not a physician, and especially not an anesthesiologist, I'm unable to tell you whether or not it's safe for you to, quote, go under. What I can do is help you access what I call, in quotes, divine guidance about having the weight loss surgery. In order to get some information for you, I connected with you and did a quick medical scan. What I saw in my mind's eye, that again is what I was talking about earlier, that it's like I have a big screen TV in my head, and I, it's almost as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. Back to my response, what I saw in my mind's eye was a lot of inflammation throughout your entire body, coupled with a very large tear in your energy field membrane. The tear is vertical and stretches from your throat to your groin. It was caused by a traumatic event either in this life or a past lifetime, an occurrence you may or may not remember. Tears and holes in the membrane of a person's energy field always precede any kind of medical or emotional issue in the body. The rupture causes an energy leak and keeps the body from operating at an optimal level. It's similar to a slow leak in an automobile tire. Eventually, the leak will make the tire deflate and cause problems when driving the car. Most importantly, when I asked whether or not the weight loss surgery was in your best interest, I got a no. Having said that, there are a multitude of reasons for this answer. Perhaps complications unrelated to anesthesia would occur. Perhaps you'd gain back all the weight you may lose. The possibilities are endless. For more detailed information and to possibly help you heal, please schedule an individual session. We'll have an hour to chat, and I'll be delighted to help figure out what's causing your inflammation and what caused the energy leak tear in your energy field membrane. Okay, a couple of points on that. When I do a medical scan on somebody, I have three phases. The first one is the diagnosis phase. I connect to that person. It's like I have a laser beam that goes from my body here in Alabama and Birmingham, and it goes directionally to wherever the person is. For instance, Mike was south of me when he called in, so my laser beam went behind me, went through my chair and went behind me because Montgomery's directly south of where I am in Birmingham. When I talked to Amanda in Texas, my laser beam went west because Texas is west of Alabama. And then I hook into the person, and then it, I shoot 
energy from their feet up through the top of their head. And, it, and it's like I'm lighting them up so I can see what's going on medically. So that's the first phase is the diagnostic phase. The second phase is I always watch some kind of a healing occur. It may be something really simple like seeing a wound get dressed or energetic stitches being used to mend a cut or a laceration. It may be something as complicated as a surgery or an organ transplant. I've seen those happen. And there's some, always some kind of a healing that occurs. And then thirdly, there's always a tear in this energy field membrane. That's what I was talking with Amanda about in this response. And the energy field is the part of us that if you look at a painting of a saint or Jesus or the Virgin Mary, where there's a halo sometimes around their whole body, that's their energy field that some painter saw hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. And it's just how it works. All of us have it. We're all holy. We all have energy fields. It just depicts usually saints and religious figures in this day and age. So that energy field, as I perceive it, has this really thin membrane, and it almost has the consistency of saran wrap. It has almost a little bit of a rubbery feel to it. And when I see a tear, it allows energy to leak outside of the body. It would be like I talked about with the tire, or it would be like a balloon, you know, if you had a pinprick in a balloon, it's going to leak air and it's not going to operate at the best that it can. So what I do when I see a tear is I'll dive into that tear in my mind's eye. I'll imagine myself diving into that tear and I'm shown some kind of a scene and it's of the person I'm given what their age was, who's with them, if they're not alone, where they were and a little bit about what happened. And Unlike traditional psychotherapy, we don't need to stay on it for 20 years. It it immediately, once we illuminate whatever that trauma was, and it can be something as serious as somebody was attacked and something as simple as somebody called you a bad name in third grade and it hurt your feelings. But once we identify it, then I start to see that membrane get repaired. And then I'll shoot energy through the person again and they'll light up like a Christmas tree, and they'll be on full power then. And then that allows the body to return to homeostasis. So that's what I'm talking about here with Amanda and, uh, and the um, tear. Her, she has a big whopping tear in her energy field. So um, hopefully she'll call me and we'll be able to, to figure out what's going on. Okay, let's go to our next caller, and I believe it's Susie. Hi, Susie, are you with us? Oh, yes, thank you. Hi, Susie. It's my first time here, and it's really wonderful. Oh, terrific. I'm delighted you could join us. Tell everybody where you're calling from. From California, near San Francisco. Okay, terrific. Well, thanks for taking the time to call this evening. How may I help you? Thank you. Well, I think I'll um, I'll ask the question that I sent in today about uh, the physical challenges I'm having. Yeah. Um, first with my feet, and it's been going on for two years now, in November, it was uh, two years, so keeps getting worse in different areas, so uh, different ways, so I'm wondering um, what I need to do, I've already seen a ton of doctors, and at this point I have no idea really, I feel like I'm trying all the different things that have been suggested, and I'm not sure what to do to get better with the pain and inflammation. 
Okay. I saw your question. I haven't had a chance to answer it yet, but what, so let's do it live. Let me get you on my radar and, uh, and let's see what's going on. Let's see what we can get. Thank so you. you have pain in your hands and your feet. I will maybe see my feet or what I'm concerned about. Okay. Are they numb as well, Susie, or are they just painful? No, it's pain. I mean, I had surgery a couple years ago, and I have apparently scar neuroma from that, but that's actually gotten better. And then I had um, apparently a, a hairline fracture oh, on my left foot, but the doctor didn't know it, and it was about maybe in March. And so I've just got, still got a, a bunch of inflammation from that and on the okay. left foot. And then the right foot's where I had the surgery, the ankle um, to repair a tendon. And, okay. um, wow. It's, and now I have plantar fasciitis. It's getting worse and worse and worse. So I've never, I never had that before. But um, I also have sinus tarsi syndrome in both ankles. But just mostly the, the where the break was, um, yeah. even though it's so long ago. Okay. Uh, still, like I say, and then the um, plantar fasciitis. I tried so many different things, and I just don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> I've had that. That is painful. My heart goes out to you on that one. Yikes. Okay. Let me get you on my radar. You heard my explanation. Um, I'm going uh-huh. to have a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, and Sweet Home, Alabama, and it's going to go northwest and hook into you in the Bay Area. So here we go. Okay, I've got you. Yeah, your feet are really lit up. Holy moly, girl. Um, they look almost like you've had them in a pot of scalding hot water. They're so red and inflamed, and it's from right above your ankles down is where the inflammation is. Uh, your right one is more inflamed than your left. You know, it almost um, it almost looks like dancer's feet, Susie, to me. You look like, were you a dancer at some point? I mean, uh, not really, not really. When I was much younger, um, but it's been a long time. Okay, <laughs> so you never danced professionally. You weren't a rockette or anything? No. I watched the no. rockettes on the, on the Rockefeller Christmas Center special. When I was eating my lunch today, I taped it from last night. Uh, so, okay, let's see what in the heck is causing this. It's like the rest of your body is um, not super full of energy, but, boy, I get to right above your ankles, and your feet are just bright red. So what I'm doing is I'm applying anti-inflammatory energy to them, Right now, you got some nerve nerve stuff going on. You got some nerve stuff happening. The nerves look like. Have you ever seen a diagram of the capillary system in the body, or or a map with a river, and you can see all the tributaries off from the river? Kind of looks like a uh-huh. a branch with a bunch of little side branches on it. That's what the cap. That's what the nerves look like in your feet. The ones in on your, the right side. Yeah, the right side is um, no, the right side's kind of like not operating right. The left side's on. The right side, it's almost like the connection isn't on, like they're not plugged uh-huh. in. Um, uh-huh. Do you have? You were saying that was the one that you had surgery on. Yeah, the on right the, one, the right ankle and the tendon. And then I have apparently scar neuroma. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what that is. I never heard of that. Or nerve nerve pain. The nerves mixed in with the scar tissue or something. Okay, well, that would make sense. And I got a yes that you do have scar neuroma. I just haven't ever heard that term before. 
Um, that doesn't mean anything. Um, but that's not even hurting as much as the left foot with yeah. the, the, the way the around the big toe where the, the pressure was. Yeah, the left foot, once I get the inflammation down, it looks bruised. It looks purple in some in some places. The top of it looks kind of purple, like it's, you know how you get a bruise and it turns green and purple and yellow and different colors uh-huh. if you get a really bad bruise. Um, your toe looks purple. Um, if I'm looking at your toe from the top, your left toe, the outside part, so the right side, if I, if I cut your toe in half vertically through the nail, the right side is purple, the left side is yellow of your big toe. Um, it's almost like it's been bruised. I I did have a, um, cortisone injection about a month ago, but it didn't help. (laughs) Yeah. But they put it on that left side, so I don't know. Yeah. They put it on the left side of your toe? The left side of that big toe. Yeah, kind of, yeah, and the left side. Yeah. That's the part that's yellow. Okay. Um, let me see what's going on with that. Yeah, it's a ner- it's a nerve issue is what's causing all of this. What what I'm going to do for right now, just from a time standpoint, because we've got a little bit less than ten minutes left, and I got a couple of other callers, Susie, and I know I think you and I have a private session set up next week, right? Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do in the short run is I'm watching, I'm putting some um, anti-inflammatory energy on your feet to hold them in the short run till we can talk next week in our private session. And then what I what I just watched happen was this sparkly energy go into the nerves themselves and go through all those tributaries in your feet. They go out to your toes, they're on the top of your feet. And what that'll do is hopefully keep those nerves calm down some, which will help reduce your pain. Okay. Right. The other thing that I want you to do in the short run is when you go to bed at night and before you get up in the morning, envision this blue, kind of a royal blue gel that you see in those refreezable ice packs that Uh you get at the doctor's office. Envision that being spread all over your feet. Okay. And then, and then envision and pretend to feel what it feels like to have your feet be cold. You know, when, Tissues are inflamed, they get hot. So that's why we put ice packs on them. And your body's going to respond to what your brain tells it to do, whether you believe it or not. And here's a great example. Have you ever had a dream where you felt like you were being chased or you were running or you were scared and you woke up and your heart was pounding? Uh-huh. Okay, well, that wasn't real, but your body didn't know it was real because your brain was telling it you were being chased, Right. So we can do the same thing when we're in pain and we can do the same thing to help heal our bodies. And we'll talk more about that in our private session. But if you can, before you get out of bed in the morning and when you get in bed at night and anytime they really hurt, envision this blue ice cold feeling gel, kind of like, do you remember dippity do? Are you old enough to remember that hair gel stuff? Uh, I think so. Okay. Uh-huh. It's just it's just like hair, you know, with hair gel in the 70s when I was growing up, 70s and 80s. Envision that being on your feet and imagine what it feels like when it's really cold. And it's going to lessen the inflammation on your feet, I promise. Practice it till we talk next week. And keep doing the ice 
Yeah, I would do. Too. Yeah, I think so. But you know, you can use that trick when you when it's not convenient to stick your feet in a bucket of ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. It, and then we'll That's talk it. next okay. week. Okay. Okay. Thank Terrific. You so much. Thanks, Susie. Looking forward to it. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. We have another caller. Hi, 205 Area Code. This is Julie. Who's this? Hi. Hi, Julie. The reason I'm calling, and I could hear your other conversation, poor lady that had a foot pain, and this is so insignificant. First of all, tell everybody your name and tell everybody where you're Uh calling from. Well, my first name is Shari, and I'm calling from Birmingham. Okay. And, um, and Shari's a dear friend of mine. That's why she didn't tell you her name, because I recognized her voice. <laughs> okay, Shari. Yes. I love Miss Shari. Miss Shari is one of my best friends on the whole planet. So, what's up, Miss Shari? <laughs> Shari, everybody. You know, there's just so many things I could ask you about. You know, it's just a, a list a mile long. Shari, everybody, but. is this gorgeous, elegant Southern belle. She is the epitome oh, of a Southern belle. She's beautiful. She's gracious. She's kind. She's smart. She can entertain like the best of them she's fun i hope we're not on the air you <laughs> embarrassing me so, okay go ahead i'm sorry um i was just wondering if you could help with this situation um yeah. at a family thanksgiving dinner um on thursday um after cleanup we're missing three silver goblets and I'm sure they're just misplaced and it might be difficult to try to pinpoint their location in the house uh-huh. and uh, but the family member that collected these took, it took her 12 years to find this to be able to find the pattern etc mm-hmm. and so that's what I'm calling that okay all um, right let me get the house on my radar and uh, all right I'm getting there in the dining room I, they're, okay. they're in the dining room that I've, I let me see if I can pinpoint exactly where in the dining room but they're they're probably behind something else and have been pushed to the back or something. You're probably going to have to get down on your hands and knees and look in the back of, um, you know, any kind of buffets or chests or anything that you have that are storage areas. There were several people trying to clean up. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure this is, you know, just trying to be helpful. Sure. And uh, and so, anyway, I will let this... Uh, family member know where to go look and maybe, you 
Maybe she can locate them this evening. But, well, um, we can have, we'll, we'll just have a girl's night and go to a search party <laughs> for, this, for the silver goblets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be fun, too. <laughs> you know, it sounds, like a, it sounds like a Harry Potter movie. The, the search, you know, search for the missing silver goblets. Sounds well, like, I couldn't decide what I was going to ask you about. Uh, yeah. But I decided to go ahead and ask you about because this came up today. Right, <laughs> so. right. Well, they're in the house. I believe they're in the dining room. But let me, um, and I'm seeing a picture of a dining room, you know, versus a kitchen. Um, Are they in the storage cabinets in the kitchen? No. Are they in storage? Are they in furniture in the dining room? Yes. Are they in the buffet? No. Are they in another piece of furniture in the dining room? I'm getting a yes. So... I I don't know. We'll just have to look for him. But but the other thing is, I don't know about you, Shari, but for me, oftentimes, the harder I look for something, the more I don't find it. And then when I just let it go, it shows up on its own. <laughs> and I think, oh, holy moly, you know, I've been looking for this thing and I can't find it. And here it's been the whole time. So, well, I had asked the question before and then walked right to it. And I don't know how that happened, but I mean, it was just like really scary. Well, it's divine guidance. You know, it was a deceased husband, and I said, okay, Ron, where is it? Yeah. And then I went and put my hands on it. Right, you know? so right, right. It was just, I couldn't understand it. Yeah. But anyway, I thank you so much. You are so welcome. And I enjoyed talking with you. Okay. And, um, all right. Okay. Have a good you too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was our last caller, and we are about out of time. This has gone really fast. Thanks to everybody who's called in, and thanks for those of you that have submitted questions. I have four or five other ones that I didn't get to, but I will get to those eventually. Again, go to AskJulieRyan.com. Look at the call-in information. Call us next week. We do this every Thursday night at at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. And all that call-in information is on the homepage. Sign up for the newsletter and schedule an individual session because it's really fun to get to talk to you one-on-one. Looking forward to talking with Miss Susie here um, later next week. And uh, follow me on Facebook, Ask Julie Ryan, and on Instagram, Ask Julie Ryan. I hope you all have just a fabulous week and uh, an even better weekend. Take care. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.